Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. Anxiety is getting more and more attention in the news and the press. I mean, it is something that we are all dealing with. And there's a spillover from parents to kids. And uh, I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. Danny, you're a family counselor. I'm imagining you see a lot of people dealing with anxiety and stress. Absolutely. There's, there's really, we're trying to control as much as we can. And a lot feels chaotic. A lot of things feel out of control, especially when you look at the news or, or you, you just look at around you to your Instagram feeds and YouTube. Everywhere you look, there's some form of chaos. And in a recent poll of approximately 36,000 teens, 45% said they're almost always stressed. Hmm. These are teenagers that are saying that. Now, teenagers are a little bit more emotional in general, but to say that almost half of the teens say they're almost always stressed is to epidemic levels, like you said, Mm. John. Well, we're going to hear more about this from David Thomas and Sissy Goff. They are longtime family counselors, and they have some great advice about dealing with anxiety as a mom or a dad. Here now is Jim Daly. What does that handle for a quick self-assessment that I'm dipping toward anxiety. How do I see it in myself with my child? Mm. Yeah, what would be some of those uh, experiences? If you're doing this, then you may be um, informing your child in an unhealthy way. Are you doing it for them? Or are you stepping in and removing whatever is causing the anxiety in the first place? If it's track, are you letting her quit the track team immediately without pushing through and having to work through it a little uh, harder? Doing the homework. Doing the homework, going to school. I had a family recently who a lot of kids have some school refusal where they're worried about going to school. And and there are ways that you can help them work through that without just pulling them. And I saw a family who had completely pulled their daughter from school. And by the time I got with her, it was obvious she was in complete control of her house. Huh. And that's part of it mm. is they've got to know that we're bigger. That makes them feel safe, like we yeah. talked about. David, what about boys in that same way? Do they suffer from some insecurity? Um, oh, absolutely they do. And I was even thinking when you were asking that question about parents, where I mentioned earlier with boys, I'll do a lot of training around listening to your body and figuring out when your body's signaling an alarm. And I have to do a lot of that with parents. Like we laugh about how often we'll have parents in our office who will say things like, He's so worried, and I don't know where that comes from. And you're thinking, <laughs> really? But I've challenged parents, hopefully in a respectful way, to just say, like, are you aware even right now? Like, your voice is elevated. Your hands are clenched at this point. You're yelling as we talk, like not listening to the signals mm-hmm. your own body is giving you. Well, in I think moment. that's the reason for my question is that our self-awareness can be really diminished in this area of parenting because yes. it's so close in. We're going to be far more self-aware in a social setting, in a workplace. But at home, we're kind of just who we are. Oh, yes. That's where we're relaxing, at, at least in terms of facades. We, yeah. talk is that a lot, we talk a lot in the book about parenting out of love and not out of fear. And yeah. that's kind of the bottom line in yeah. that. That is so true. And I think the key thing there is, what I'm trying to pull out of you is, how does a parent do a quick self-assessment that I am a fear-based parent and I've got to change? And I know there's no quick way to do that, but I'm just thinking of the poor mom or the poor dad listening who is saying, okay, I think I do parent out of fear. How do we confirm that for them? What would you say? In the chapter on awareness, we do talk with parents about the importance of not only 
knowing your stuff, checking your baggage, but talking openly, obviously age appropriately with our kids too, to be able to say things to them like, you know what? I have a tendency to bend toward catastrophic thinking. That's kind (laughs) of where I go. I go quickly to worst case scenarios. And so being able to say those things, telling ourselves in that way and understanding what do I need in response to that. Like we've talked about empathy and questions and coffee and queso. The third kind of magic equation we talk a lot with parents about is time and space and Uh to be able to say the kids we love you know what i'm amped up right now like i'm flooded with worry right now like in this moment i don't feel Uh like i'm in my with boys i call it your dinosaur brain or your thinking brain you know your emotional brain your thinking brain for us as parents to be able to say i'm not in my thinking brain right now i love you too much to argue so i'm going to go take 15 minutes to walk the dog do whatever I need to do at this point, and then we'll come back together and talk so that I'm not parenting out of fear, so that I'm not parenting out of emotion. When we're emotionally charged, kids or adults in those moments, it's like what happens when I go to the grocery store on an empty stomach. I just, I don't make thoughtful decisions. Danny, you've referred a number of times over the years uh, to talking to your kids about your brain is left, and David used something similar in that (laughs) clip. Uh, he, He and Sissy both had some great advice. Uh, elaborate a little bit more for parents. Uh, how do they identify when they're experiencing anxiety? I mean, I think a lot of us are just kind of immune to it. Well, it's just you, you almost have to point it out to each other. Uh, what are you so afraid of? Because it comes out in our behaviors. If we become controlling, many times there's an anxiety there. If we react strongly, there's an anxiety usually underneath that. There's, we do deal as human beings with life out of fear. And and God knew that. I mean, He He created us. Fear and he is said, not do bad not fear. necessarily. No, but He told us, "Do not fear," yeah. because because why? Because He 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 wanted us to trust Him wholeheartedly, He's and it wasn't it. out of yeah. trying to uh, tell us that we're doing something wrong. Is we miss out on something when we're fearful, and and sometimes it's we miss out on the trust that God has has it all for us. He's going to fight the fight for us. He's going to handle things with us we, or for us. And we, we get to engage in what he's got in front for us as parents to our kids. And I, what I like to do with parents is have them picture a bucket with a spigot. And in that bucket is what they uh, have poured in, things that they've done to take care of themselves. Maybe it's uh, quiet time with God, maybe it's prayer, maybe it's time with friends, with family, things that fill them up. But then all the demands are the spigot. Mm. And I have them open up and just picture all the demands on on them as parents and on their time, their attention. Uh, And attention is also thoughts about bullying and things that could happen to my child and all those anxieties that also... Mm drain us of of our attention and watch that spigot just drain out and then i have them picture how much do they pour back in after that spigot is being drained out and most parents don't have the pour in but they have that spigot wide open so the bucket is empty and they are they're running on fumes they're running on fumes that's when a person a friend a close mentor or or a husband or wife you have to be open to them talking into your life to pour back in so that you're ready for the open spigot. And our kids pick up on that, don't they? Yes. Yes. What, what ends up happening is they see it in our behaviors, the way we, we react or disengage from the family. Uh, there are many ways that we express it in ways that we may not be fully aware of. Hmm. 
Well, check the show notes for the link to our website and our phone number. Uh, we have a lot to offer you to help you in your parenting journey. That includes the book by David Thomas and Sissy Goff, Are My Kids on Track?, which will help you identify important milestones in your child's development. We're going to send a complimentary copy of that to say thank you when you make a donation of any amount to support the work of Focus on the Family. I do want to mention as well, if you're stressed out and you don't have those friends, if your bucket is empty, give us a call. We have caring Christian counselors here, and uh, we can schedule a short consultation for you uh, over the phone, and they'll point you to some ways to think differently, act differently, get the help you need to really uh, address those stressors and that anxiety. Next time, we're going to tackle another big topic, empathy. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.